Praise God. We welcome you today to our Abundant Life Family Church online service. I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don. And we are so excited to be with you once again today to get into God's holy, precious, written word. We believe today's message is going to once again edify you and strengthen you in your walk with God. And first of all, we want to say thank you again to everyone for your faithful support and prayers for Abundant Life Family Church and our ministry. We couldn't do it without you. And we are so grateful and thankful for that today. And uh, we pray the fullness of God's blessing upon you and your family in the name of Jesus. Also too, we're gonna be receiving communion at the end of the service. And we wanna inform you about that, praise God. So let's get right into the message today. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we do thank you and praise you for this time together. We thank you for the opportunity we have, Father God, to be able to come to you in the name of Jesus and ask the Holy Spirit, who is the teacher and the guide, to open up the eyes of our understanding. Fill us with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And help us, Father, so that we can have a walk that's fully pleasing to you in these days in which we live. We thank you for every need met, and we praise you today for your holy word. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 Praise God. Well, if you have your Bibles, and hopefully you do, let's look again here to 1 Timothy. As we've been looking in this series about prayer, praying for our nation, and we start off here in, uh, in the book of 1 Timothy and chapter 2. Obviously, everyone knows that the elections are coming up. And it's important for us. It is so important for us. And you have a supply, brother or sister out there, that you have to offer to God in praying for the leaders of this land. Because yes, God is moving. We see what the devil's doing and we don't want to give him unnecessary and undue airtime, but we see what God's doing. Mm -hmm. And in our uh, Abundant Life Family Church corporate prayer group, we are seeing some amazing answers to prayer, miraculous yes, things, Amen. because God's a God of the miraculous. And of course, other people in other churches and prayer groups are praying, but just to even look at some of the things that are being brought out, these hidden things mm -hmm. and hidden agendas of people, being exposed for what they are. Praise God. Amen. He is answering prayer. We have been praying about that. Yes. And I know so many of you have been praying the very same thing. And praise God, God is answering prayer. Mm -hmm. He's answering prayer for this country. And he's answering prayers for us individually yes. and in the church family. Amen. So we, we want to take so seriously the opportunity we have to come to the Father God in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, and come on the basis of his word. And that's why we're looking yes, at the I precious mean. word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So today, again, let's read this verse of scripture. First Timothy chapter two, verse one. It says, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness, mm -hmm and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. For there's one God, one God, yep. and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time, whereunto I am ordained, a preacher, an apostle. I speak the truth in Christ and lie not a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity. I will, therefore, that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Amen. Now, a simple question we can ask ourselves. Who invented prayer? Who said we need to pray? God did. Mm -hmm. And so Paul is telling, by unction of the Holy Spirit, to his son in the faith, Timothy, that this is what we need to do, putting first things first. And we are seeing prayers answers, as I mentioned a moment ago, about the uncovering of things that are hidden in our nation. And we're praying for truth to be revealed. Now we'll get into more of that in just a moment. But we have the biblical mandate of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to pray for our leaders. Yeah. Now why would God have us to pray about something if prayer was just going to be a vain thing? 
He wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. He wouldn't have us waste our time. So when we pray, we bring heaven's will down to earth. Mm -hmm. And praise God, we're seeing that right now. Mm -hmm. And yes. as we stay with that, we're going to see it more and more in these last days because Jesus is coming soon. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we need to be ready. We sure do. And I, you know, added to that, I want to say that it comes back to truth. You know, the Lord's a revealer of truth. The Bible divides, uh, you know, uh, error from truth. There's only two spirits in this world, the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Right. And I'm reminded again of, you know, what Jesus was saying here in the book of John, John 16, he said here in verse 13, he says, how be it when he, talking about the spirit of truth, that's a capital S, talking about the Holy Ghost, is come, he will guide you into all truth. Mm -hmm. It's really important because what's us as human beings, we want to know what truth is. Yes. Okay? He shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, talking about the Holy Ghost once again, that shall he speak and he will show you things to come. I, yes. I think, you know, I don't think this is just, well, this is not just for us ladies, but also for men. You always want to know what the future holds. You want to know what, what lies in our future. The Bible mm -hmm. tells us that. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, it talks about there in the book of Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, we have an expected end. It's mm -hmm. not, the Lord is not into catching us by surprise. Right. And Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. So Jesus is, he's truth all encapsulized. Personified, yes. And when you think about the Holy Ghost is here to guide us into all truth, we, that's why the Bible says we need to be lovers of truth. Mm -hmm. So as, as we are lovers of truth and we search, we seek, we're going to find. Amen. And it's going to reveal that to us. And that's what's so beautiful about that. And there's a satisfying of the soul that takes place. You know, yes. he's the one that satisfies our heart, our soul. Amen. You know, when you when you realize something, if you're looking for answers and you realize you get it by someone or something or online, whatever it is, maybe trying to find a how to fix something, do it yourself type of thing. And all of a sudden, what do you say? Aha, I found it. <laughs> there it is. It's, there's a joy that it brings. But think about it spiritually when we know it lies ahead. We know there's an understanding of the times and the seasons, just like the children of Issachar. Right. That's exciting things. Those are exciting things yes. that we can have and should have as believers, as yes. children of the Most High. Yeah. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, Call unto me, and I'll answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Amen. So this That's was going on in the Old Testament when the saints of God uh, in the New Testament, and you look at the children of Israel in the Old Testament, they sought God. This is mm -hmm. a new covenant thing, and it's an old covenant thing. And praise God, God wants men and women all over this world to seek Him and seek Him with all their heart. Yes. Now, that's why I want to read this scripture again, and we shared it last time. Mm -hmm. But in Jeremiah 29, of course, the, the children of Israel going into Babylonian captivity, and He told them they're going to be there for... 70 years, and it says in verse 11, it says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Yes, amen. So God has an expected end for us. Yes. He wants us to know some about that expected end. Mm -hmm. What's our expected end? We're going to be with the Master. We're going to be with our Father one day. Praise God in heaven. And then there's going to be a, exactly, and there's going to be a new heavens and a new earth one day. Praise God! Mm -hmm. But God brought us back into His family, and that's exciting. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah! Amen. And He shows us things to come right now. Mm -hmm. So He said there through the prophet Jeremiah that He wanted to give them an expected end, and He wanted them to know about it. Then He goes on to say in verse twelve, "Then shall you call upon Me, and you shall go and pray unto Me." We talked about prayer, right? Praying for our leaders. This is all in the context and seeking God. And I will hearken unto you. I'll listen. And you shall seek me and find me when. Now that's the key word in verse 13 of Jeremiah 29. In verse 13 is the word when. And you can underline that if it isn't already in your Bible or highlight it. Because this is the key that makes us all work and come together. Amen. Ye shall seek me 
We initiate this. Mm-hmm. We initiate going and praying, praying to God. And you're going to find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Mm-hmm. So this is a heart issue. This is God wants not just prayers. He wasn't, doesn't want people to just occupy a place of prayer to say they prayed. Like you get in at the end of the day and you have a checklist of things you did today. Well, I prayed today. I checked that off. Mm-hmm. Well, prayer is fellowship with God. Amen. And God wants us to pray and seek Him because our heart's in it. Mm-hmm. Because we love Him. He loves us. And the Father wants us to tell Him how much we appreciate Him. Yes. And how much we're thankful to Him. That's why you saw there giving of thanks there in 1 Timothy chapter 2 when we're praying because giving thanks to God means that we believe that God is not only out there, but He heard us and what? He heard us and answered us. That's right. Praise God. Amen. Well, and when you get those answers too, uh, what happens is, again, our soul is satisfied, Mm -hmm. but He gets the glory. He gets the glory. He receives the glory. That's right. When we're here on this earth, we point the way to Jesus. We search yes. Him, we seek Him with all of our heart. Mm-hmm. We have an understanding of the times, of the seasons. We see from the Word of God, you know, um, the Lord's return. When, you know, kind of the season, so to speak, when that will be. There's some things that have to take place. I don't believe, uh, we don't believe His, his coming is quite imminent. But we are always uh, preparing ourselves and living mm-hmm. as if He's coming any moment. Yes. That's the most important thing. And taking as many people with you to heaven as possible. But when you have truth, when you know things, when you have an understanding of things, mm-hmm. um, then there's a peace that comes. That's right. That the world doesn't have. The world can't give it to you. The world can't take it away. He, it didn't give it to you in the first place. And that's what sets you apart as a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people yes. that were peculiar in the sense of, we're not caught up in the wave and the turmoil of what's going on in this world because we have inside information mm-hmm. based on the Word of God, knowing what <clears throat> the Spirit of God is telling us. But we have yes. to do things the Bible way. Mm-hmm. The Lord has given us precedent. He's given us instructions. If I was to go, we were talking about do it yourself. I still have to follow some type of, of instructions in order to have the right outcome and right. to have the, the right answers and for it to all work together like it should. And that's what's so beautiful about the Word of God and getting before the Lord. We've been talking last couple of weeks about acquainting ourselves with the Lord. Acquaint now thyself with the Lord. And that yeah. talks about there in the book of Job. See, when we spend time with the Lord, we, we fellowship with Him. It's not just wanting His hand and wanting the supply that He offers us, but receiving from His heart that's right. what He wants us to have. Yes. There's a relationship there and fellowship within yes. that relationship. And that's Amen. what's so beautiful. And that's where your peace and joy will come from. Yes. As we stay in that, that presence of the Lord and take Him with us wherever we go. Yes. I mean, when we seek God, it's beautiful. yes, we seek God, we're going to find Him. Mm-hmm. Just like we read there in the scripture there in Jeremiah 29. You're going to seek, when you see God, brother, sister He'll out there, up. He is going to show up. And he's going to show you things yes. that he wants you to know and really things you need to know. Yes, amen. Because he doesn't want us to be taken by surprise by anything. Mm-mm. And no matter if things do take us by surprise, when James said there in James 1, he said, count it all joy when you'd fall into diverse trials and temptations. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And the trial yeah. of our faith is more precious than gold. So even when things seemingly take us by surprise, they don't take God by surprise. That's right. What's happening now in 2020 in the United States did not take our Father God, mm-hmm. our Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost, by surprise. That's right. These are things that they already knew was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now what it does is it gives us a great opportunity to get on our face before the Lord and yes. seek Him. Yes. And seek Him in prayer. Seek Him in believing prayer. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about seeking God, we're talking about turning our face to the wall, just like what happened with Hezekiah when he got the bad report. Set your house in order. You're going to die. And remember, Isaiah was not even out of the courtyard yet. And uh, he come back with a, a report extending the life of Jeremiah because 
or uh, because uh, or Hezekiah, excuse me, yeah. Jer- uh, Jeremiah, not Isaiah, but he got he come back and he gave him the report that he needed. Yes. That okay, God's heard your prayers. God's mm-hmm. heard your prayers. Yeah, a good report maketh fat the bones. Amen. And so the whole thing here, brothers and sisters, as we're looking at these things, yes. is that God hears us and He answers. Yes, He really. We wants have to a help Father us. God that answers yes. us. Amen. Glory to yes. God. That is so so exciting. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. wonderful. And Isaiah, when he come back to Hezekiah and give him the good report, Hezekiah was glad. He was oh, glad. Yes. Amen. Amen. But that's what turning your face towards the wall is. You're shutting everything out. Yes. Seeking the Lord. Yes. Now, Asa, we brought up here in the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks mm-hmm. in Second Chronicles 14, 15, and 16. We've been looking at what that reveals to us because we need to learn from history. Yes. As one has rightly said, those who don't learn from history are destined to repeat it. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly right. So we need to learn from the Scriptures. Amen. What happened? How they got results? The right results? How they didn't get results? Mm-hmm. And we get results by seeking God. Yes. And we read there just a few moments ago about how that when you search for me, God said, with all your heart. Now the Lord Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, and we've referred to this before, but it does bear out that we need to read this again in Matthew chapter 6. Jesus, of course, this is where he's giving information about several different things and not doing your alms before men, about prayer and about fasting, particularly there in Matthew chapter 6. And of course, he ends up there at Matthew six thirty-three, saying, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. That's right. Because after all these things, the Gentiles seek. Well, if we seek to have prosperity in our life, our business, on our job, rather than seeking the Lord first, then that's not going to put us in the right position to receive the fullness of what God's got for us. That's right. It's going to limit him. Mm-hmm. It's going to thwart what God wants to do mm-hmm. in our lives. So we have to put first things first. Now, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 6, it says there, the Lord Jesus saying, But when thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Amen. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, there's some other things he says about prayer there, but we want to focus in particularly there on that verse 6. And we talked about this, didn't we, honey, about Mm -hmm. shutting the door and what that means. Mm -hmm. Shutting the door simply is referring to the action that we have in our heart and our mental focus that when we go into a serious mode of praying and seeking God with all of our heart, that we shut the world out as best as possible. All the distractions. All the distractions. Mm -hmm. And boy, isn't there so many of them now. For all of us, we have to fight for our time Mm -hmm. with the Lord. Mm -hmm. You say, you use the word fight. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I mean that in the right way. Because you have to realize that the devil knows that the weapon that the believer wields that puts him in a place of enforced defeat is taking, as Paul said there in Ephesians 6, taking the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, mm-hmm. praying with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Amen. And being watchful unto with all supplication, perseverance mm-hmm. for how many saints? For all saints. For all saints. So all of us really need to understand the fact that the devil is the one trying to keep you out of your prayer closet and seeking God as you mm-hmm. should. Mm-hmm. He is. He's trying to stop every. He tries to stop us. Oh, yes. Even though we're pastors, he tries to stop us from praying. And he'll do everything. Phone calls, this, that, the other. Oh, yes. And you know, and I appreciate what Paul said. You know, he says, I pray in tongues more than ye all. And um, it, so it's almost a challenge to pray more and to pray in the spirit, which is really important because there's times we don't know how to pray as we ought. Mm-hmm. But if you purpose in your heart, you know, I'm going to, hey, tomorrow at 10 o'clock, AM, 
or 8 a.m. or I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. and I'm going to keep things quiet. I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm going to go ahead and get my Bible and get a glass of water, maybe a cup of coffee, or maybe you're fasting. And I'm going to set this time aside and I'm going to show God that I'm serious. That's right. And I'm going to quiet my mind down because it's, it's, there's a freshness about the morning time. Um, yes. Or the evening time, perhaps for you, it works better. Maybe it's more quieter. Everybody's in bed and you can spend time yep. with the Lord that way, depending mm -hmm. on you know what your preference is. But I think when we purpose to do it, it's like tomorrow, I purpose to go to the store. Or I'm going to go purpose to ride the tread, you know, run on the treadmill, um, or ride my bike, or whatever it is, uh, or take a walk, mm -hmm. and you set your face like flint, and nothing is going to get in the way or divert your attention from that. Right. And I think that's where we have to regard it just as much as we do our hobbies or our chores or activities that we have to take care of. Yes. And and that's just part of this is just being practical. Mm -hmm. But it's good to talk about practical things. Yes. How do you do what you do? This is mm -hmm. how you do it. This yes. is where the rubber meets the road. And yes. it's not complicated. Mm -hmm. It's not where you have to, you know, spend eight hours in prayer. I mean, if you can, great. Not yeah. everybody's got that type of time. <clears throat> but, yes. um, but it's not the quantity of time. It's the quality of time. Exactly. And then that will always multiply itself because you want to spend more <laughs> and more time with the Lord. Yes. When you get in his presence. Amen. And... As we've discussed here in previous sessions, so many times when you pray and you're seeking God, that He may not speak to you right at that particular time you're in your prayer closet. It may be at a later time in the day. We don't tell God how He's going to do what He's going to do. All we do is put ourselves, endeavor at least, to put ourselves in a position yes. to where we're doing what He said to do because we love Him. Amen. We love Him yes. and we're praying. And we're seeking Him with all of our heart because God knows everything. Make ourselves available. He knows our future. He knows your, your future. Mm -hmm. He knows what's going to happen tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. He knows all those things. He knows what's going to happen in our country. And praise God, He'll give us inside information about those things. He'll let us in on those things. Hallelujah. Because He enjoys communing with us mm -hmm. and prayer is a dialogue, not a monologue. Mm -hmm. We speak in prayer to the Father Amen. in the name of Jesus. And then He speaks to us. That's right. And depending upon how He speaks to us is left up to Him. But we do our part and He always does His yes. part. You know, I, I Praise like, God. Yes, amen. I like this, what it says here in Psalm 14, 2. It says, And the Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand and seek God. You know, God wants us to seek Him because yes. the Scriptures tell us that, you know, He's looking for that in His people. Mm -hmm. And it's really important, not just besides fellowshipping with Him and spending time with Him that way. The Bible says to be still and know that He is God. But as we spend time with Him too, mm -hmm. we become like Him. Yes. And there's, that's where the answers come. And like you were saying, honey, I was thinking about that earlier when you actually said it. You may not get the answer right there and then, but... This has happened to me so many times here of lately where I'm just, I'm going about my business and the Lord will say this to me. I'm like, well, there's the answer for that. And then he'll say something else. I'm thinking, well, there's the answer to this. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, well, Lord, what about that? And he'll say, well, you need to do this. Mm -hmm. And this is the way you need to think about that. You shouldn't be thinking this way about that, but you should be thinking that way about this. And I'm like, thank you, Lord. Those are answers. Yeah. And then there's a settling that takes place in our heart. When we receive from the Lord, have you noticed that? Once again, yeah. it satisfies our soul. Mm -hmm. He knows more than everything. You know, He knows more than, uh, you know, his, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and His ways higher than our ways. But we mm. can have the mind of Christ. Yes. And get in His presence, make ourselves available mm -hmm. and listen from heaven and listen to Him as well as wait on Him. The Bible says to wait on Him. Sometimes you can just be still before the Lord, but that's a way of seeking Him. Mm-hmm. Being Not quiet. just asking, asking, thank you, God, see ya, you know, and we run out the door. No, it's waiting on him, just waiting in his presence, being still, being quiet. Ministering to and him. Ministering to him. Ministering to yes. him. So there's that principle that you see throughout the word of God. And we've just hit on a few of those scriptures that yes. seeking with all of our heart, shutting the door when we pray. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, this is our own private prayer time. But we're talking about that in the bigger picture even 
of praying for our nation, mm -hmm. praying for these upcoming elections, praying for our country, because our leaders, our president wants us praying for him. He's open to that. He's asked for that. And many other leaders throughout our country. Mm -hmm. And we need to take seriously their invitation to pray for them, but right. also God's imploring and his commandment to pray for them mm -hmm. because it's going to lead to us having a quiet and peaceable life. Yeah. Right? It all works together. And it works together. And so mm -hmm. when we're praying for them, God gets to move by his mighty hand in a way that he could not move otherwise. Mm -hmm. And this is a continuous ongoing thing was we're interceding for our nation, for our leaders. This is a continuous ongoing thing. Yes, it is. Because every day there's a time to pray every day. Mm -hmm. And you can pick up tomorrow where you left off today. But some things in the prayer of faith, you pray one time and you thank the Lord and it's done. Mm -hmm. Other times it's more of an ongoing prayer of intercession. Yes, you're contending for things. Yes, you're, you're contending for things. Mm -hmm. And when we put ourselves in the right heart and mind frame set to seek God, to wait on Him, to go to Him first, mm -hmm. then it gives Him permission to do what He wants to do. And He's seeking for people to do that. Yes. He wants us to do that. Yes, amen. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro across yes. the earth, the Bible says. Yes. That's a great scripture. Uh, he, he, he wants to, to show us things. Mm -hmm. He wants to do things, but he's waiting for us to pray. That's what's so important. Now, we know that in seeking God, we know what kind of leadership that God wants us to have in the nation. The Bible, and you read this a couple of weeks ago, I think, honey, that... When the righteous are in authority, mm -hmm. men rejoice. That's right. When the righteous are in authority, those that are doing righteous things, or when those who have been, de been declared righteous or just before God, or just simply doing the right things before man and God, of course, mm -hmm. that's what God wants, right. to do the right thing. And we need leaders that are going to do the right things for humanity. Do Amen. the right things for those that they're leading. Sometimes we take things for granted. That people are just going to do the right things. Wow, we just get them in office and then kind of put it on autopilot. But we need to continue to pray for Amen. leaders, even those that we believe are the right ones to be in the right positions. We need to continually lift them up in prayer and intercede for them that they will continue to do the right things. Yes. Good people can get off. Mm -hmm. Good people can begin to do the wrong things. Mm -hmm. Good people can go bad. That's right. They don't have to go bad, but good people can because a lot of things are, are in play. And in some of these high-profile positions across our land, there's a lot of things that come against them. That's why they're on the front lines that's why we need to hold pressure. them up. Yes. They got a lot of pressure, don't they? Yes. They've got so many things that are arrayed against them. And yes, Jesus, if they're a Christian and praise God, if they are, if they're not, but still want to do the right things mm -hmm. for humanity, they still have a lot of opposition against them. That's right. They have a lot of, they have a lot of opportunity to turn down. Mm -hmm. Things. Well, we'll pay you off if you'll do this. That's right. Bought and paid for. Be get or, bought and paid for or, or blackmail. Or cave. Or cave. Cave to the that, pressure. Yes, cave into the pressure. There's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes when people get in positions of leadership. Mm -hmm. So we never want to take for granted. That they're going to stay that That way. they're going to stay good. That they're going to continue to do the right things. Because the devil is trying to use his people to bring them down. Now we believe Amen. that and we pray for that, but we can't just take it for granted, as you said. Yes. Now, That's the most important let, let's look over here, over into 2 Samuel. This is a great scripture to remember about the overview of how God views leadership. Now, these words that we're about to read came from David. Now, of course, David was a warrior. David was a king. 
right? Mm -hmm. And so he knew something about leading people in battle. He knew something about missing God. The Bible tells us that David was a man after God's own heart. And it wasn't because David always did the right things, but when he caught caught with Bathsheba, who was sent to him? Nathan was sent yes. to him, the prophet. He told him this story and said, yeah. you are the man, David. Mm -hmm. And he humbled himself right there. Mm -hmm. So more important than being right is getting it right. That's right. Because if That's we right. always endeavor to get it right, then even when we're wrong, even if we get off course or our leaders get off course, if they have their heart that continues to be humble and supple and pliable before God, then they can continue to listen <coughs> to God and be strengthened with our prayers mm -hmm. as believers for this nation. And That's we right. can see that being propagated over our land. Amen. And the harvest Amen. come in because this is what it's about. Before Jesus returns, mm -hmm. there's a harvest to come in. Yes, amen. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. So look at these words here in 2 Samuel 23. Now these, it says here in verse 1, now these be the last words of David. David, the son of Jesse said, and the man who was raised up on high, the anointed of the God of Jacob and the sweet psalmist of Israel said, the spirit of the Lord spake by me and his word was in my tongue. The God of Israel said, the rock of Israel spake to me. Now this is where we wanted to get to. This is a great scripture that is ever true. And it's still true today. Mm -hmm. Just because it's in the Old Testament does not mean that it does <laughs> not bear truth and the necessity of being played out in our life today. Amen. David said here, these important words, by the Spirit of God, he said, he that ruleth over men must be just, mm -hmm. ruling in the fear of God. Amen. Who is supposed to rule over men? He must be just. This is what God said. Yes. This is God's idea because God has ordained leadership mm -hmm. and positions of leadership. Not necessarily the people that are occupying them now or have occupied them or that will occupy them in the future. God created positions of leadership mm -hmm. to have things done decently and in order. This was his idea. Now again, doesn't mean that people that are currently in particular offices in leadership across the land are God's choice. It just means that they're filling that position at this moment. Mm -hmm. That's why when we pray, we vote. We do what we can to see God's will be precipitated across the land. Right. And we have this yeah. opportunity yes, to vote in America. Not every country has that. Mm -hmm. And we need to take that seriously. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people are like, well, my vote really doesn't count, or maybe it won't count. Well, do the right thing. That's right. Do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's picking and voting for a candidate that has most of everything in the box, so to speak, that you want. Sometimes it's the lesser of two evils. But we have that opportunity to vote. Now you think about it, if we continue to pray, let's say you pray, start praying in 2020 and you project out 20 years, if the church prays, let's say for their local government, mm -hmm. and they, with each successive election, they pray for the best candidate to be elected, yeah. to be raised up, and they continue and stay steady with that, 20 years down the road, you're going to have some fruit. You're, you're going to have fruit. It may not be seen in the first initial election. But there will be yes. fruit yes. that plays yes. out because when we pray today, it affects tomorrow. Amen. And what we're praying about today so many times doesn't just be played out tomorrow, <laughs> but it manifests itself a year, two years, five years, ten years from right now when we're praying. That's right. Because prayers don't have a shelf life. That's right. Amen. So we need to stay steady with this, right? So he said, he that ruleth over men must be what? Just. They must be just people. Yes. Now, ruling what does that, ruling in the fear of God. 
What does that mean by being just? In other words, even if they're not born again Christians, even if they don't know the Lord and are saved, that yet they are principled enough and moral enough and loving enough to understand that there is a creator, there is a God, and that they respect humanity and they respect the position of leadership they have. And they know that by what they do, there is going to be released certain things over the land and into people's lives based on what they do. Well, and you know, you see it throughout the Old Testament too. You see all mm-hmm. these different judges or you see the different kings that had taken, you know, that were ruling in their time and their stead and you you knew their fruit. You mm-hmm. knew what, what type of man or man or woman they were uh, depending on what they did. You know, so the, the, what the fruit that they bore and the, you knew the type of spirit that they had yes. and where their heart was at by what they allowed to take place versus what they put a stop to. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important. But see, when the people cried out to the Lord, of course, you're talking about the Old Testament under an old covenant. And now, you know, we're under the, the grace right now because of the Lord Jesus Christ and his spirit able to come, the Holy Ghost able to come and dwell inside of men and women. Mm-hmm. And so we're able to pray. And that's why the Lord can do nothing really on this earth. I mean, there's some sovereign moves of God. There are, but most, but predominantly he's going to move because people pray. Yes. How we pray. Mm-hmm. It's so important. How and what we pray according to the word of God. So again, First Timothy chapter two tells us right there. Right. If you want this, this is what you have to do. Yes. And, and ultimately it's going to be for all men to be saved. Amen. That's what's so glorious about it. Yes. The Lord tells us the end results of things, yes. good or bad, good or bad. That's right. And that's why we have to press in. So if you want good things, you've got to be sowing. It's no different. You've got the incorruptible word of God. Yes. But you've, you talks about the different soils there in Mark 4. But mm-hmm. if you, if you <clears throat> stick a good seed in bad ground, it's not going to produce. That's why when we pray, it's like tilling the hearts of the soil of people's hearts. That's right. It's, that's what it does. <clears throat> when we when we moved into um into our house going on it's it's been almost 17 years ago, there was a lot of clay in the ground, okay? A lot of clay in the ground, and we had to get we had to get a lot of nitrogen, we had to get topsoil, we had to get manure because we wanted the seed that we're going to eventually put in the ground, whether it was herb or garden or yard, we wanted it to produce we didn't mm-hmm. want to waste our time just sticking plants in there and seed. Well, how come it's not producing? It's it's clay. Mm-hmm. Things don't grow in clay by itself. <clears throat> right. It has to be a mixture of things. There has to be good soil. There has to be there has, it has to be tilled and toiled. You have to work, and that's what prayer is. It really yes. toils and tills uh, the spirit realm, so to speak, so people can receive. Yes, the soil of people's heart. And that's why it's, that's why we have to do what we need to do. According Amen. to the word of God. Seeking God in prayer is sowing. Yes, it is. It's sowing. Mm-hmm. So you're sowing. And, and of course, Paul it's talked about there process. in Galatians 6 about he who sows to the spirit of the spirit reaps everlasting life. Yes. But he who sows to the flesh of the flesh reaps corruption. Mm-hmm. So we need to sow the right way. So when we sow with all of our heart in prayer, in seeking God, mm-hmm. we're going to reap beneficial results. It's That's going to right. benefit the land. It's going to benefit this nation. And it's going to benefit us personally mm-hmm. with being able to lead a quiet and peaceable mm-hmm. life. And again, peace is not the absence of conflict, but it's an inward knowing. The Prince of Peace is there and he's got me covered because I did what I was supposed to do. Praise That's God. Right. So the last part there in Second Samuel 23 And verse 3, it says, He that ruleth over men must be just, ruling in the fear of God. Mm -hmm. Now, if there's one thing that is lacking in the body of Christ, generally speaking, it's a healthy fear of the Lord. Mm -hmm. A healthy, the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Or in the world today. Or in the world today. There's absence of that. Right. Mm -hmm. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is a clean thing. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Mm -hmm. The fear of the Lord is a good thing. Yes, it is. Being afraid of him, not like you're afraid of a tornado or a rattlesnake or something of that nature, but it's a healthy respect and honor Mm -hmm. that we give 
to God. Amen. To give, giving to our Father. Yes, and so when we reverence Him and respect Him and honor Him and come to Him with all of our heart and come in the spirit of faith, because we come on the basis of the Word, we're going to touch heaven with our faith. Yes, we're going to touch heaven with our faith. Yes. And praise God, even as David said here, his last words, ruling in the fear of God, we need God-fearing leaders across this land. Even if they're not saved, if they fear God, then they're going to respect humanity. They're going to have an ear to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to them. Yes, and they're going to be influenced by godly influencers yes. that are going to bend their ear to listen to the needs of humanity and do the right thing and not Amen. cheat them and not do bad things that only help them. That's right. And hurt other people. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Amen. So God wants this. And so guess what? If this is God's will, he that ruleth over men must be just ruling in the fear of God. Then guess what? As we pray for these, God is raising up men and women across the land to do this even though we may not see it right away, even though we may be praying, have been praying this way for a long period of time, it doesn't matter. We're obeying God. That's We're right. doing the right thing. And God's going to take care of us and provide for us and bless us Amen. with a quiet and peaceable life. Yes. And the harvest is going to come in. Praise God. Yes, and the, the provision and protection of Almighty God is going to be around our lives and upon our families Hallelujah. and praise God we're going to make a difference yes amen yes. perhaps you're out there today and you say pastors as I'm listening to you talk about Jesus talk about the heavenly father I am totally unfamiliar with what you're saying if that's you out there today and you'd like to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior we want to pray with you you can accept him as your personal Savior. And to do that, you must believe that Jesus is alive, that He's been raised from the dead. According to the Scriptures in Romans 10, 9 and 10, it tells us that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God's raised Him from the dead, we shall be saved. That's right. So we won't ever believe we need a Savior unless we understand that we're a sinner in need of a Savior. And Jesus was the Father God's Divine, heaven-sent substitute for all of humanity's sins. Mm -hmm. That's why John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe on Him, He wouldn't perish but have everlasting life. Right. God wants you to have everlasting life. Amen. Because when you lay this body down here, it's not the end of your existence. Mm -hmm. There's a real heaven to gain <clears throat> and a hell to shun. And God wants all men to be saved, yes. to come to a knowledge of the truth. Mm -hmm. So if that would you be, be you out there today, you can humbly and reverently pray, as we're going to do in just a moment, and open up your heart to the Lord Jesus, and He'll come in, and you'll be born again. Jesus said, you must be born again. Mm -hmm. And to be born again, He gives you a new nature on the inside. And He brings you into your fa the family of God. And He forgives you of all your past. Mm -hmm. So you, you're just like that newborn baby. When you look at that newborn baby, they don't think. They don't, they don't have a past. Mm -hmm. And that's how God sees you. Hallelujah. Why don't Amen. you bow your head? Get on your knees if you can and let's pray this together. But pray it, not just saying words, but out of your heart. Say this, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I come to you. I come to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I come to you. And I come to you. To receive. To receive. Salvation. Salvation. Forgiveness of sins. Forgiveness of sins. By the Lord Jesus Christ. By the Lord Jesus Christ. Your Son. Your Son. I believe He was my substitute. I believe He was my substitute. 2,000 years ago. 2,000 years ago. And that He lived. And that He lived. Took my place. Took my place. At Calvary. At Calvary. He died. He died. And three days later. And then three days later. He arose from the dead. He rose from the dead. Gloriously. Gloriously. Victoriously. Victoriously. Over death, hell, and the grave. Over death, hell, and the grave. And today. And today. I invite him into my heart. I invite him in my heart. To my own, to be my own personal savior. To be my own personal savior. And I want to thank you, Jesus. And I want to thank you, Jesus. For coming in. For coming in. Creating me anew. Creating me anew. Forgiving me of all of my sins. Forgiving me of all my sins. Washing me in your blood. Washing me in your blood. Removing all guilty stain. Removing all guilty stain. 
In your mighty name. In your mighty name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise God. If you prayed that prayer, we want to send you some materials. As you'll see at the bottom of the screen, our website, you can email us from that website. You can call us at 503-692-9673. And we want to send you some material to help you in your walk with the Lord. You need a good local home church to fellowship with and become a part of. You need good fellowship. You need to get yourself a Bible, start reading it, and we want to send you some materials to help you in your new relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and in the family of God. Amen. Praise God. We love Praise you. God. And this is just the start. Yes. This is not the end. Yes. This is not just fire insurance. Mm -hmm. This is a lifelong commitment to allow a new start in God, your Savior, mm -hmm. to be a the rest of your life, walking closer with Him Amen. and growing in Him. Praise God. If you're here in the Portland area, you can come and be a part of what God's doing here at Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin. And we'd love to have you. Amen? Amen. And you can go to our website, of course, right there, and you can receive all the information you need about that. Amen. Amen. Well, at this time, we're going to receive communion together. We do this at the end of our broadcast. We've been doing this. There is... According to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, the bread and the cup. Mm -hmm. And the scriptures tell us that Jesus, on the night before he was betrayed, he took bread and he took the cup. Mm -hmm. And the bread represented his broken body, which represented, which is represented in this bread, yes. the stripes that he took on his back for our physical healing. He cut covenant with us mm -hmm. and for you and for all of humanity. And this belongs to you. Healing belongs to you. Yes, amen. And you can receive healing right where you're at right now mm -hmm. for whatever it is. We have freedom from the spirit of fear and whatever disease, germ, virus, bacteria, it doesn't have a place in your life legally That's right. as a child of God. That's right. And you can, with the hand of faith, reach out and say, Father, I receive healing right now. Mm -hmm. So honey, do you want to pray yes, over I'm the bread? So, Father God, we come before you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for this bread, this token that represents the broken body of the Lord Jesus Christ and the price yes. that he paid for us to have healing mm -hmm. for our bodies. And so, Father, as we partake of this bread right now, we say in Jesus' name, go ahead and lay hands on, I sense the healing anointing right now yes. manifesting. It is. And the Bible says that the anointing <clears throat> destroys every yoke of bondage it cannot be put back together it doesn't just break it it destroys it that's right so put, just lay your hand <clears throat> on whatever area of your body that you're having trouble with or you need healing for and say in jesus name in jesus name i believe i believe i receive receive according to the word of god According to the word of God, my healing, my healing. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for paying the price, for paying the price so that I could have healing, so that I could have healing in my body, in my body. And I receive it right now. And I receive it right now as I partake this bread of I as I partake of this bread in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Go ahead and eat. And thank you, thank Lord. You, Jesus. Thank Glory you, Lord. God. Start praising Him and thank thanking you, Him Father, for healing. Thank you for healing our bodies. Thank you, Lord, for touching for every person out the there. Lord. Mm -hmm. Glory to God for and the healing. healed of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. For every disease melting off of those dear ones' bodies in That's Jesus' right. name. From right top now. of their head to the tip of the toes. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And Jesus. let us know. Contact us and let us know. Hallelujah. If you received the you. healing today, mm -hmm. praise God. Yes. To the glory of God. Jesus Amen. is the healer. We're yes, not the yes. healer, but he is. Hallelujah. Amen. Now this cup represents the spilled blood of the Lord Jesus. So Heavenly Father, as we come before you as yes. your children, we want to thank you and praise you that you sent the Lord Jesus to take our place 2,000 years ago. We want to humbly and reverently say thank you today, Father mm -hmm. God. We appreciate the plan of redemption. Yes, Lord. And we thank you, Jesus, for coming and consummating that totally and completely 2,000 years ago. Amen. Thank you for your precious blood that forgives us and washes us and cleanses us from all of our guilty stain, yes, Lord. all of our sins. Mm -hmm. 
We thank you that you created us anew and that we've been born again and brought into your family. We thank you, Father God, for that. Thank you that you, we receive forgiveness of sins when we ask, according to 1 John 1, 9, as children of yours. We praise you today for that blessing. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Lord is so good. Yes, He is. It's so exciting to live, be living in these last days. Praise God. Take to heart. Be praying for the country. Be praying for wherever it is, the leadership where you live, in the local area, in the state you live in. Praise God, because you have authority there. Mm-hmm. Use the name of Jesus. Stay in there. Stay in prayer. Stay in faith about it. And know your prayers are available. Seek God. He's going to show you things. He is revealing things. He's uncovering things. As we mentioned at the first part of this broadcast, and I'll tell you what, for Christians, even though the world's getting darker and darker, Jesus is coming soon, and it's getting brighter and brighter because the path of the justice is a shining light that gets brighter and brighter into the perfect day, which is the day of the Lord's return. Praise God. Go out. Share the gospel, your testimony to the glory of God. Pray for this nation and seek God with all your heart. He's for you. He's not against you. He loves you. And the best is yet to come. Until next time, God bless you. We love you. Go in the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen.